Hello and welcome back to Rebooking to Mastery, a podcast hosted by me, Jung. For all you new listeners, I'm just a master's student who's read a lot of books and thought a lot about very abstract theories and ideologies, and I really wanted to expand and push this information out to the world little bit by little bit through little six to ten minute podcasts two times a week. So the last book, if you noticed on the other episodes, has been The Obstacle is the Way. And I also had one freestanding episode before this episode is released. And so books I really want to focus on involve social, practical, and spiritual-based practices, thoughts, ideologies, and theories. So if you look at the last book, The Obstacle is the Way, The Obstacle is the Way focused a lot on perception and the way you see obstacles, and was more of a practical-based book. So right now, I'm going to transition a little bit with the third book in Ryan Holiday's series, Stillness is the Key. So if you guys don't know, Ryan Holiday is an author of many, many books based on the idea of Stoicism, which is based on understanding, viewing, and seeing events objectively, not being prone to major swings of emotion, and similar qualities like that. And a sense of quiet confidence comes with a sense of Stoicism. So the obstacles, the way talked a lot about your perception, your action, and your will in terms of obstacles. And the next book in this series, Stillness is the Key, talks a lot more about staying still and like staying centered in your own self. And it's it's ventures a little more into the spiritual realm with a good amount of practicality. So I feel like um, this book will be the beginning of a bit of a more spiritual-based, or like not even spiritual, but philosophical-based expedition into into your own self and into a sense of reflection. Other books that I will cover, probably splitting between this book and a few others, include The 48 Laws of Power, 33 Strategies of War, Think Like a Monk, The Courage to be Disliked, and The Power of Now, You may have heard of these books, and if not, just stay tuned to hear more about these upcoming books. So the purpose of this episode is to introduce Stillness is the Key. So pretty much the word stillness has a lot of different meanings. We associate it with doing nothing. We associate it with just standing still. We associate it with just feeling absolutely nothing. So one thing that you can really categorize stillness as is, in general, a lack of external pro- external thoughts, external movements, or external like stimuli making it to our head more than anything. So stillness is, regardless of the chaos around you, being able to stay internally calm and just like the surface of water that hasn't been broken yet. So the thing with our society right now is that stillness is very, very, very much not discouraged, but very inaccessible on on the surface, at least. So think about the devices you guys hold in all your hands, your phones through, through which you're listening to this podcast, or maybe your computers. The thing with your phone is that because of our globalized world, because of how connected we are, we are always reachable to everyone else we're always in a place where 
Someone can call us. Someone can text us. Someone can send us an email. Someone can find a way to contact us. And the expectation is a response to said contact. So not only are updates about the news not too far away, but arguments with other people are also not too far away. And the chaotic nature of our news cycle today, from the breaking news that you see on so many different um, so many different news sources to all these polarized political spectrum that we find ourselves in, it's easy to get overwhelmed in this massive information. And the expectation is for us to keep up to all these news. News that may disappear in a few days or so. But in order to keep up with the trends, we have to stay in touch with the news cycle. And so the idea of stillness is more of a break from that ideology. Stillness as a concept really sharpens perspectives and kind of illuminates this idea of real, genuine, authentic connections, not only to the people you care about, but to your own self. Connecting to your internal self and your internal reflective part of your own self. And really, while it may not seem that way, stillness really unlocks what we're capable of in life. Imagine a situation where you had an aha moment or you had a moment where something struck to you out of nowhere, some realization, some thought. More often than not, these realizations and these thoughts come from when we think so intensely, we're not even thinking at all. It's in a sense, when you think of these realizations, when you think of these ideologies, your mind is so focused on the task, there are no external interruptions, there are no external inputs that jar our focus or concentration. It is the source of a lot of spiritual realizations, the source of a lot of practical realizations as well, and a source of massive strategy. So Napoleon, before he went on a conquest, would usually lock himself up in his room for three to four days straight and sit with a map, a set of maps, and figure out every single possible strategy and plan. You don't do that when you have your phone next to you. You don't do that. You cannot do that when you have so much things coming into your mind, you have no time to process whatever is inside of it, actually. So we all naturally possess the stillness. We all naturally have it inside of us. But accessing it is not easy. Society has set up a lot of boundaries, a lot of obstacles, a lot of things that stand in our way to achieving this kind of stillness. And so stillness can be split into three parts. The point of these next few episodes, in conjunction with other topics that I'm going to talk about, such as laws of power and the idea of the mind and the awareness, go more into three topics. So the first one is the mind. The second one is the spirit, and the third one is the body. So stillness has to be achieved in this trifecta in order to enhance and build upon each of these parts of a triangle so that maximum stillness can be achieved and a greater sense of happiness can be seen. And you may ask me, how am I going to feel stillness when there's so much stuff happening around me? Just imagine the feeling of walking back in with a slight breeze, some leaves falling around you, and just the happiness of a long day's work done, and just a fierce sense of satisfaction, and just the calm observance of things you didn't notice before. May it be a distinct smell of a food truck. May it be the crunch of a leaf that you just stepped on. Or may it be just the feeling of the cool air 
and the happiness you just feel. It's not, it sounds very unnatural. And I myself thought it until I really experienced it for my own self. The concept of being so still and being so calm and being so reflective inside of yourself. That nothing really else matches that kind of fierce happiness that you can ever have. So if you want to learn more about Stillness is the Key, be sure to drop me a follow on whichever podcast you're listening. And if you want to see some clips from some important highlights that are taken from all of my videos, be sure to follow me on at Mastering the Minds on TikTok and Instagram. And if you want to see videos or if you want to see my expressions on all my podcasts, be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Mastering the Minds or Rebooking to Mastery on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in and see you guys next time.